you're listening to Pink Pantyhose, where comedy meets feminism. I'm your host, Naya, and thank you all for listening to my podcast. You can do anything with your ears. You can clean your ears, you can pierce your ears, but the fact that you're giving me your ears to listen to my podcast, I greatly appreciate it. So today, we're talking about not being desperate. And today's feminist lesson, don't be desperate. So I grew up as a huge Nicki Minaj fan. You could not tell me nothing about Nicki Minaj. Like she was a key role into my developmental stage as an adolescent. (laughs) But for real, um, I'll never forget 2009, 2010, last year of high school, first year of college, she came out with this documentary called My Time Now, My Time Is Now, whatever, whatever. And she had a part in the documentary where she said, as a woman in a rap industry, it being male-dominated, she has to be a bitch to get stuff done. She doesn't like it, but that's the only way she's going to get people to respect her. And she had this part where she said, if I settle for pickle juice, I will be drinking pickle juice. So if I turn up to a photo shoot and you ha- and you got a $50 clothes budget and some sliced pickles on court, you want to know what? No, I am going to leave. Is that wrong for... Wanting more for myself, wanting people to treat me with respect. But you know what? Next time, they know better. But had I accepted the pickle juice, I would be drinking pickle juice right now. And I want y'all to have that mentality when it comes to dating and interacting with people. When you are desperate for people and you just tolerate any type of behavior, you are going to experience and have connections with low-quality people who do not value you. And, of course, this podcast episode was inspired by none other than a man. See, men be menning out here. So, I'm minding my business, y'all. I'm like, okay, I'm going to grind. I'm going to get this money because I do sales. And I'm hitting up potential customers. And random numbers got my number. I get random people's numbers. And I, I text them. I follow up with them and all that. So, I randomly got a FaceTime call from someone. And I didn't recognize the number. So... I was scared to pick up because last time I answered a random video call, this man was masturbating. He was jacking off. First of all, sir, you're nasty and disrespectful. Second of all, your Wi-Fi connection is really poor because the video was blurry. But I could still see uh, him stroking. But nonetheless, so this person called me twice. And sometimes my potential customers, they think they get they get a little hostile. Like, who is this? Like, no, sis. I'm not your baby daddy's ex. <laughs> I am not a bill collector. You wanted these products. But nonetheless, I text the person, hey, this is Naya from Facebook. And the person messaged me like, hey, stranger, you forget about me. Something like that. And I was like, who is this? Because I recognized the area code and the area code was from Florida. And I was like, who is this person? And this person was like, oh, you forgot about the kid. We haven't talked since January. And I was blanking because I don't forget people. Yes, I am a serial dater. But the only way I would forget you is if you were born in a lame and you didn't make a lasting impression on me. So me being a silly, goofy person that I am, I was like, man, I only remember men who are paying bills and eating ass. This guy going to respond, I respect the bills, but the the other part, I'll leave that to the other guys. What? Y'all, if y'all know me, I am very passionate about getting my ass ate. 
for my loyal pink pantyhose listeners you know season two episode eight miami vacation part three got my ass ate for the first time on my trip to miami new year's eve 2018 and i never looked back since like i'm so passionate about ass eating or specifically getting my ass ate that i've broken up with guys or i didn't feel guilty about a breakup because they didn't eat ass or they didn't eat it well but he gotta eat the booty like groceries so nonetheless when he said that i was looking at the phone like uh-uh this ain't gonna work out and he was like yo this is marcus from the studio and i was still blanking i was tired of being confused i was frustrated so i just said yo you don't eat ass so clearly we ain't got nothing to talk about and then i blocked his number that simple so the old naya back in the day naya she would have engaged in this conversation she would have been naive and thought this was genuine like oh this is a reconnection he remembered me but naya at 28 she know what's up first of all why you just hit me up if we talked back in january clearly we stopped talking for some reason and clearly i know that you're going through your archives of old texts and trying to get some pussy you know how i know this first of all i've done this to get some dick (laughs) hello when you horny you horny secondly I've talked to guys and they treat women as a numbers game. They know that every woman that they text ain't going to respond. They have moved on, changed the number, or they just going to ignore them or they're going to be busy. I'm just super proud of myself for not engaging in that conversation any further. Growth is a beautiful thing. And that's what we got to do, y'all. We got to stop grabbing the low hanging fruit and stop being desperate because we are awesome. We are amazing. I'm going to teach y'all how to not be desperate because I wish someone would have taught me this at a younger age. So step number one, you have to surround yourself with healthy relationships. So just like anything you learn in life, whether it's a foreign language, math, learning how to eat healthy, exercise, you have to be in environments and around people who are doing that thing successfully because men will have you out here thinking you're crazy for having standards. I remember back in 2017, I was on Craigslist. Yes, y'all. I was on Craigslist trying to find computer love. <laughs> I was super desperate for a relationship. So went to Craigslist, met this guy, and it was a nice first date. But he said, I don't want to talk anymore because you live so far away. I've dated a girl who lived very far and didn't work out. And me being my young naive desperate self i was like well i'm moving to the city next month because i lived an hour south of the city and he lived about 30 minutes north of the city so it was a long distance and i remember i was telling my roommate elisa at the time elisa i love you so much um you're my soul sister and her partner santos santos is one of the most beautiful people in the world um i was telling them like oh i'm so sad like i feel like i can't find anybody blah 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 and I use their relationship as an example of relationship goals because Santos and Elisa, they met in 2015 in St. Louis when we all lived in St. Louis and Elisa had a moved for career goals and her and I were living together in Chicago in 2017. So Santos, done being in love, Santos would drive to Chicago every single weekend from St. Louis to Chicago, five, five and a half hours after he got off work and he did landscaping y'all so hard labor to see elisa and then he would leave on sunday nights three four o'clock in the afternoon consistently and when i was telling santos about this 
He said, Naya, that's no excuse. Distance shouldn't be an issue. I drive five, six hours every weekend to see Elisa. So he going to do what he want to do. If he's interested in you, he going to show interest. That planted the seed that I wasn't asking for too much. I was just asking the wrong people. And y'all got to remember that ain't nothing wrong with having standards and what's going to remind you that your standards are okay is seeing relationships of people who have standards in those relationships right and y'all can't use the excuse well no one in my family's married my parents divorced at age three or my mom raised us as a single mama i get it i only have two healthy relationships in my family and my parents beautiful relationship but my dad was always working or sleep. It was back in the olden days, y'all. My parents, they met in the 1960s. But nonetheless, a lot of my examples of healthy relationships are my homies from college who I met in my 20s who are currently married, engaged, or just in long partnerships with people. And not even that, I love seeing older couples. And sometimes I'll ask them for dating advice or just ask them about their relationship. Like just strike up a conversation use people's healthy relationships as a blueprint don't use it to compare and make yourself miserable use it as a blueprint to guide you and to take away the values that you want for your relationship for example ain't nothing wrong with wanting gifts or wanting to spend time but don't be hitting up your current partner and be like well Susie's man take her to Hawaii every single year well Susie's man owns a law firm your man is a substitute teacher <laughs> their financial brackets are not the same two different things no but i'm being silly but for real the value of oh they make time for each other every single year they go on vacations to bond or they like traveling so use that I'm like oh i want a man who i can travel with i want a man who values spending time with me that's what you got to do in order to not be desperate see examples of the relationships that you want and if nothing else i don't believe in feeding into negativity but if nothing else use people's negative relationships to show you that ain't gonna happen to me i refuse to let that happen to me so number two you have to remind yourself of your worth when i was coming up i oh my gosh god bless me God bless me. I was so insecure. Like I was teased for being fat, ugly, hairy, or I was so quiet that people didn't know I existed. It was to that point. And I will never forget English class, Miss Lawrence class. I appreciate her now as a 28 year old, but we were passing notes in class and we're talking about boys and she hated that. She hated us talking about boys and being boy crazy, but she read the note out loud. One of my classmates, Dominique Lewis, I'll never forget. She was like, girl, you can't be thirsty over these boys. They need to come to you, not the other way around. That was a foreign concept to me because as someone who didn't get attention from boys, it was just like, how do I make them chase me when they're not even looking at me? I had a mentality that boys were doing me a favor by being interested in me, wanting to be my boyfriend, wanting to have sex with me. But I've learned over time by listening to empowered women, like, no, that's far from the case. If anything, men need us. We don't need them. And this is why. As women, we are super freaking powerful. We're powerful, out of this world powerful. This is why. Okay, we need men to procreate that just to make the baby i ain't gonna front science is science but 
who keeps the baby alive the woman a healthy woman a healthy baby secondly once the baby is birth comes to life whatever you want to say who feeds the baby hello the woman women have breasts men can't feed nobody and then p m s y'all the fact that we survive in this world with the whirlwind of hormones like literally our hormones change like the season in one month y'all like that's how hormones be affecting us it's like we still show up to work we still show up for our families and our friends like one week we feel we feel like trina and then the next week we feel like vivian green singing emotional roller coaster like it's just that hectic with hormones and then lastly lastly y'all women have pussy power because men are willing to lie cheat swindle you compromise their integrity just to get in between those walls you know how i know this y'all remember the episode of fresh prince of bel-air with kim fields and she said i'm waiting until marriage to have sex and he faked the marriage just to have sex with her clearly we got what they want so there's power in being a woman don't be desperate y'all and this is how you build your confidence you build your worth you constantly tell yourself you are somebody even if you don't believe it lie to yourself tell yourself that you're awesome tell yourself that you're beautiful and this is something i've had to have learned um, one of my favorite books is by charlamagne the god black privilege and in one of the sections of the book it's called black and ugly as ever and he talked about being insecure growing up because he had a big nose people teased him but he got inspiration from biggie smalls in his song black and ugly as ever however i stay gucci down to the socks rings and rocks filled with rocks blah 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 and how biggie smalls he knew he was ugly but he had confidence or let's think about the baby oh my gosh y'all he he i looking but you know what makes you want to just slurp him up oh it's his confidence like his music just make you want to suck his dick like it's because he just think highly of himself and people like confident people or let's think about lizzo lizzo's weight in her mind does not equal lack of respect like no you gonna treat me like a person because i have feelings and she knows she looks good and she has confidence and she is a somebody and you all gotta have that mentality and also remember you ain't that ugly you know why flavor flav flavor of love y'all remember 2006 2007 whole reality show y'all of women fighting over this man now i know my mom will be so mad at me because she said naya nobody makes themselves so you shouldn't talk about nobody blah 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 women if women can fight over this man i know for a fact you ain't that ugly sis so you got to have confidence in yourself you got to know that you're worthy that you're somebody someone who i love listening to is lisa nichols she is a speaker transformation coach multi best-selling author and she's an owner of a multi-million maybe billion dollar business she is known for being your own superhero and she was featured in the book the secret which focuses on manifestation and how you think shapes your life and she will lead you through a series of practices where you're telling yourself you're proud of yourself you forgive yourself and you commit to yourself and she talks about how she was able to get herself out of depression and how she was able to avoid taking medicine because she did i am statements consistently for i think a month or so so y'all have to tell yourself that i am worthy i am a somebody i'm special blah 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 and then your brain will believe it that's all it is and then outside of like the speakers and the books 
hands down rap music the women who boost my confidence hands down Nicki minaj megan the stallion and the city girls i love them and i love this pussy music like some people they be getting on female rappers nowadays like that's stripper music that puss that's pussy music blah 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 but no songs and female rap female rappers they be reminding me of my worth like no don't be giving your pussy out for free like get a bag from him and even if that like there's men out here who will give you money and treat you right and you don't even have to have sex with them. Like, yes, y'all, there are men who respect you before you get into bed. It's just a matter of you having a standard for that. And the whole conversation as far as, like, men paying you for... And some people critique female rappers, like, oh, that's stripper music, that's pussy music. Well, that's they hustle. Just like we be celebrating dope boys selling drugs, women, there's women who sell their pussy. And ain't nothing wrong with prostitution. That was the oldest profession in history, like your mom was a prostitute young man don't try to belittle me how you think you got them new cabinets in your kitchen how do you think you got that big red fire truck for christmas your mom was persuasive in the bedroom and to be honest men don't like women with low standards they don't like women who are easy so ain't nothing wrong with wanting him to cut a check if anything i am at a point in my life i'm too broke to be giving pussy up for free and when men give me money that's like a liability fee because all men, they swear they know how to please women, but they don't. They don't know how to use their dick. They barely know how to find a clit. They be thinking they can do a little pump, 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 and we good. No. In the event you don't make me nut, ching, ching, you made this deposit, be good to go. Fair exchange. Just like the hotels be doing. When they charge your card, when you check in, just in case you mess up, like the room, same thing. If you, you mess up this pussy there'll be a charge <laughs> nah but for real um i love female rappers nowadays because they just remind me of my worth that having a standard like i'm a somebody get this money and if you want to have sex with me it's a fee you ain't just gonna sweet talk your way especially if you broke uh-uh that ain't gonna happen y'all gotta constantly consume books listen to stuff to remind you of your worth lastly 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 stop repeating the same mistakes oh my gosh you be oh god please bless me heal me from this pain but then you going back to the same person doing the same thing like how god can't bless an idiot y'all and i'm a survivor of a verbally abusive relationship and it wasn't even a relationship y'all that's how hard he swindled me like i was being verbally abused by a situationship like a guy who i was just talking to but because i lacked confidence and i was desperate and i wasn't getting attention from boys in my mind he was all i could get right and i appreciate the pain from those relationships like the toxic guys the the f boys because now i'm more resilient with heartbreak or when something doesn't work out and i don't just allow anyone to disrespect me like if i got over this guy who i profess my love to and then he said oh i just see you as a friend following the next day of him asking to have sex with me if i could bounce back from that you sir who i just met last week you ain't gonna break me so with that being said we gotta stop repeating the same behavior and repeating the same mistakes especially why do we go back not only it's one thing if you choose a different person but same behavior but we go back to the same person with the same garbage like 
how many times are we going to listen to Aretha Franklin, Mary J. Blige, or Mariah Carey? Like, how many times are we going to run their songs, y'all? What I do to hold myself accountable is, this is what I used to do when I was younger. I do it now a little bit. Because ain't nothing wrong with having feelings for people. Because it takes so much discipline to end the communication with someone you feeling. But you got to, sometimes you got to take your heart and your genitals out the situation and think with your mind. And I will label the person. Am I the only person who does this? I will put their name in my phone. Do not answer. Disappointment. One of the most recent guys is um, leave his ass alone. Is just that serious. I'll never forget Amanda Seals said this in a podcast episode. Um, shout out to Small Doses. I love her. She's my role model. She said, we got to stop picking wounds and scabs. Like, it's okay if you got a scrape or a scar from your past. But what ain't okay is you keep picking at it and keep taking the Band-Aid off. Like, no, let the wound heal. And my final thoughts on it is we can't be complaining about clowns in our lives if we keep going to the circuits, y'all. So that's my podcast. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you listen on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You leave a rating. You leave some comments. Show some love to your girl. I appreciate it. And thank you all for listening to Pink Pantyhose. Bye.